cup, I'm over it. You don't need to see the clap, right? You no, just I do need to see the clap. I only need to oh. see it. Mind focus is the clap. <laughs> I don't even need to hear it. I just need to see it. All right, soft sticks. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and soft sticks. And, oh, uh, sticks. Oh, my computer fell. <laughs> oh, fuck, my computer fell. Oh, fuck, my computer's on fire. Again. I just have all, everything here is just barely resting on top of many different Apple boxes. I don't have a desk here. I just have a bunch of different Apple boxes. Dude, you don't even have um, a fucking computer case. It's Apple boxes that you've like drilled the dude, CPU in. Oh my God. It's, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's actually sick. Apples. Imagine having a wood, Apple a wood case. That's an Apple computer. <laughs> Yeah, just my new Apple Box build. Uh, my Apple Box 360. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I've been like on a fucking a binge a of bender. these like No. Okay. Um this binge of like Sex YouTube videos all the time till you're sick. <laughs> to where I just am getting sick of myself and I just puke. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, baby, Blah. just like that. Blah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> Coming. Sorry, go ahead. You're, you're on a binge. I'm on a binge, dude, a of these YouTube videos that like um just are like S like video essays pretty much on like different YouTubers and like okay, their well, downfall and shit like that. But there's also like these obscure ones. What you this bored? This isn't for jerking off. No, I just saw that in the background. I was like, this isn't for jerking off. But that can of soda back there is for jerking off. <laughs> that's, that's my for treat for when off. I come. <laughs> Instead of smoking a cigarette after, I like to have one sip of uh, flat room temperature soda. <laughs> I just want to say that I spilled Diet Coke last night. And that's why what I used to clean up because I don't have any paper towel. But it looked like I just willy-nilly leave you, cum towels out. Hey. What? That's not Diet Coke. Sorry, it's just regular Coke. It's regular I'm Coke. on a diet, so I only had half. I spilled the rest. I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet, so I lied about it. Did you know that spilt... Is correct and spilled yeah. is correct. Let's look it up. You can say no. Let's look up the reason. No, I I I feel like I literally have looked that up before. <laughs> no, no, spilt. I know, I know this, dude. Yeah, no, I looked up. There's spilt and there's a couple. Uh, it's from originally the uh, right, England see here. under the Queen in Canada. We use like spilt a lot. Spilt a, is most commonly spilt. used in American English as the past tense no. or past participle form of to spill. Yeah. Spilled. Is more most commonly used in British English as the past tense or past participle form of tispill, and it has become less frequently used. Okay, what are all those words you've been saying? And past participle. Dude, I got um, fucking so suspended by Parliament. Dude, I got suspended by my grade four participle. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually vice participle of this just Spanish <laughs> speaking this, this uh, high school. Dude, <laughs> high school. Did you know that I actually led the the Treaty of Versailles? You let it? Yeah. I let it. What's I let the Treaty of down. Versailles? What's the Treaty of Versailles, Clay? The Treaty of Versailles was uh, France making an agreement in the future. 17. <laughs> what year was the Treaty of Versailles? Let's check, guys. Welcome to your history class. You've tried to escape and you can't. Treaty of Versailles. It was during World War One, James. Uh, you idiot. In 1776. It was World <laughs> War One. It was between <laughs> 1919, dude. <clears throat> Do you want to know what it was? War guilt. Yeah. 
The treaty's so-called war guilt clause forced Germany and other central powers to take all the blame for World War I. <laughs> Dude, the guilt of Germany Dude, taking that's all so the blame funny. for World War I and called it the Treaty of Versailles. What? And you, it's look what you did. What? Look, this look is you all did. your fault. This is all your fault. I need you to sign this. Remember Hitler? Global treaty. Remember Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Remember Hitler going to happen later? Remember, That's your fault too, bitch. Just know what you're going to do is terrible and we've seen it. I just want you to know I just want you to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Get prepared. So under This is all your fault. You were so underprepared for when Hitler was in power. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and now we're going to take we're going to take you everything from it. you. <laughs> God, you could have done it. You were so close. You were so and close. you fucked up in the last minute, in the last quarter, man. You so fumbled. So I came back in time, and I'm trying to prep you so you can really fucking take this thing and make it so w you can, a W. So you can do this, man. You can make this happen. Just sign this. I'm from a future where it worked out. <laughs> and I'm coming back here to tell you what. How I'll tell you what. It is on the other side. It sure there were some speed bumps along the way. Yeah. Okay, we lost. But some once lives. we get through it, yeah, we lost some lives. <laughs> okay, you gotta you gotta uh, br break some some plates to make dinner. Okay, that's right. Anyways, so what are we thinking? We don't know who you are, man. Pop pop pop. We don't know who you are, demon. <laughs> demon, witch. Burn the witch. And how do we know if she's a witch? Um, if she floats. Well, well, lift up her fucking skirt. <laughs> well, let's see what she looks like when she's coming. Lift up her skirt, fucking demons. <laughs> yeah, I think she's a witch. Yeah. Did you hear that? Happen? No, I promise you, I don't often love the sort. I don't often love this kind of people. <laughs> I don't often love this kind of people. So anyways, guys, welcome back to Beyond the Pine. Back to Beyond it's the Pine. episode 200,000, and we're coming at you from the year 3,000. Dude, speaking of time machines, literally, if we... Literally, I think I, made, I, think I just made one. I think I just finished mine, dude. I made it after I was jerking off and, and finished with that towel there. That and then I, ca I came inside of the Coke after can. I, drank I don't think that's Coke. ever been done before, because when you mix cum and Coke, something happens. Cum. Cum. You want some Diet Coke? It's not Diet Coke, man. Whatever it is, man. It's, it's normal right Coke. there. Whatever it is, it's right there. Isn't it? Drink it. I lied earlier. I drank it all. Spilled some. Drank the rest. Sucked it out of the sheets. Didn't want to waste a drop. Don't tell me you've never done that to your shirt. It's like spaghetti or... Maybe as a child. Fettuccine Alfredo or... Spaghetti, fettuccine Alfredo, vodka sauce. Vodka sauce. Bolognese. Vodka, <laughs> Red Bull. You've never sucked some shit out of your shirt? Yeah, as a child. But as an adult? I don't think I have, no. Hmm. Looks like hmm. he's not willing to tell the truth on the podcast. Um, I always tell the truth. I don't know, man. I always tell the truth. Ask me anything. I literally have heard you lie. Um, okay. You I literally heard you lie. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna test you then. Yeah. Ask me anything. <laughs> James D'Angelo just liar challenge. Okay. If you don't lying, don't smile. If you do lying, do smile. <laughs> <laughs> you see? You're a fucking liar, man. 
Guys, no, those that's are your audio listeners. That's not even an accurate test, dude. That's such teeth, a dude. fucking okay. That's such wanna, a fucking bullshit test, man. I want to redo. I want to redo. Okay, James, if you do not lying to me now, don't smile. James, if you do that, you're gonna be lying to me right now. <laughs> smile. <laughs> 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 he's smiling, guys, and he's lying. I'm not smiling, I'm frowning, I'm mad. Now you're smile, you're frown smiling, forcing the muscles of your mouth to smile downward. <laughs> downward facing dog smile, dude. I'm not smiling. <laughs> yeah, you are, dude. I can see through you. You know what I have to do? I have to look at you like you're really here and you feel it and you're feeling it and then you smile. Watch. <laughs> God, what fucking sound is that? Where was that sound coming from, dude? My fucking mouth, man. Dude. Stop rubbing your face, <laughs> dude. You like <laughs> you rubbing your face is the funniest thing because you're always like, "Yes, it is, dude." Uh, you'll just be in the middle of a conversation and like telling me something, and then you just start rubbing your fucking Show eyes. Me, then. Show me, because like, I don't know what it looks like. Well, you're going to rewatch this when you're editing, you'll see it. I've I don't want to do that because I'll have to these. take off my glasses. And if I take off my glasses, then there's a risk that I won't be able to find them. Then there's a risk I'm going to get pink eye. And I'm not yeah. willing to get pink eye. I'm not getting pink eye again. Okay. I need to show you something. Speaking of rubbing my eyes, dude. You know how uh, Steve and I were showing each other Valorant clips? We were <laughs> showing each other more Valorant clips. And then... Um, I said, dude, look at the clip I just posted on Twitter. I think I accidentally just turned aimbot on. <laughs> and then I posted the image of uh, Salvador Tulumanco. Tulumanco. <laughs> you know, Salvador Dodomanco? Yeah. Dodomanco? What's his real name? Tulumanco. Um, Tulumanco. It's a... Uh... Salamanca. Salamanco. No, Salamanca. Salamanca. Salvador Salamanca. Isn't that what I said? No, you said Tulamanco. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so incredibly ridiculous. Isn't that what I said? You said, no, you said, took, took some time. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That was so funny. Your genuine reaction was like, a little bit of like, no, it's not what you fucking said. But no, like you also said also being caring. Tonka, 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 <laughs> Tonka, Tonka, Tonka from Dances with Wolves, dude. Dude. Tonka, oh, Tonka. Fuck. Yo, so funny little story. I've been having oh. some. <laughs> Guys, let's quiet on set here. Let's, let's hold, and let's hold action. the camera. Let's stand by. Action on the story. Let's I'm hold the on. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's keep rolling, but I'm not going to call action. I want to I want to keep guy? rolling and I want to just tell you guys a story. This guy's going to um, just fucking pretend he's the director. Action. So I've had some very funny little high moments recently. You're getting a little bit of high, a little bit high recently? I've been getting a little high recently and I've been having some funny little high moments. And so the first one, I went to uh, CVS. So Lauren's sick, right? A little bit of backstory. Lauren's yeah. sick. She's not feeling well. She's got Ebola. It's not COVID. Ebola COVID. It is Ebola. <laughs> it is Ebola, though. Um, but she's just going along you know, with her life. She's going to hospitals, schools, uh, many different places without a mask. Kind of yeah. just, you know. Exposing herself to uh, the opposite of 
you know, uh, virus and stuff like that. Just health, just good, good juju. Yeah, yeah, good juju, good vibes. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's just trying to spread those good vibes, those good yeah. Ebola vibes, dude. Yeah. Um, and so she was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go to CVS and get a few COVID tests, and um, you know, I'll I'll get us some some cookies and some treats, some dessert and stuff. So I went over to CVS, and I'm. I realized when I got there, I was like, yo, I'm fucking lit right now. Hey, um, all right. Now and we're it, talking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Thank okay. you for the applause there. Lit. Um, and, but it was like just the most pure, like funny kind of like experience <laughs> being high. <laughs> Literally like Wait, I was, uh, lappies, bro? <laughs> I had the giggles, bro. Um, so I went there and I'm like walking around and shit and uh, I, I was also getting cough drops for Lauren. Lauren. She's one of these specific ones. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? Can we call the police? Go ahead, call them. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at them too. Um, so I called Lauren to make sure I got the right cough drops and she's like, yeah, those are the right ones. I was like, cool. So I'm walking around and, and talking to her and I was like, do you know where the COVID tests are here? And she was like, um, I, I don't remember. Like last time I was there, I had to like uh, go like get them from behind the counter or whatever. And I was like, huh, cool. And then I just like tuned back into reality and I was in the toy aisle at CVS you know and I was like, tests are? <laughs> I'm talking to one of the action figures. Do you know where the COVID tests are, Mr. G.I. Joe? <laughs> Lauren's never going to be happy. Two, two packages of action figures. <laughs> yeah, bitch. You're making the fucking, you just have the biggest boner, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing fucking basketball shorts with no underwear. <laughs> it's just like you're wearing the whole basketball team on your shoulders. <laughs> Dude, I'm wearing like full, like authentic replica LA Lakers basketball gear, <laughs> like a big jersey and shit. Constantly spinning the ball on your finger like a Ned's Declassified. Honey, I'm home. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. How do you feel about online shopping? How often do you do it? How often do you feel like you have a promo code ready to go at checkout? Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Let me tell you how it works, okay? Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I use Honey on a regular basis. I'm a cave dweller. I'm in my room working on music, videos, streaming on twitch.tv slash notcave all the time, literally here. And I rarely have time to go out and buy things. So I use Honey and I shop online. And I watch the prices drop. Candy, cords, tech gear, my stream deck, anything I've ever wanted. Um, Honey scours the internet for coupon codes. And I've literally saved, I think I saved $17 on a $30 item. Um, it was a bag of candy, surprisingly, that they don't make in America. And I could not believe how much I saved off of it. $17. So that was just on the table. And thanks to Honey, I saved that $17. Okay. Honey doesn't just work on a desktop. It works on your phone too. Just activate it on Safari and on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash beyond. That's joinhoney.com slash beyond. 
Thank you, honey, for sponsoring today's episode of Beyond the Pine. You guys, go use that code. Don't waste money. Don't leave it on the table. Go save money right now and support the show and support our lovely sponsor, honey. Thanks, honey. Dude, no disrespect to huge basketball fans, but I think wearing fucking basketball jerseys with a white t-shirt underneath is the funniest thing ever. Oh, yeah. It looks so bad, dude. You, it's so funny. You either sell drugs, sold drugs, or live with your parents, or go to go to high school. Or are really into basketball. Or are really into basketball if you wear a white tee underneath a fucking... That's so yeah. funny, dude. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. But that seems, you know what? Hey, if you're happy, I'm happy. But if you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. Exactly. So anyways, I'm there and I find myself in the toy aisle. And and I find myself on the so toy funny. aisle. so <laughs> funny. That was so funny. I was like, all right, bye, Lauren. So I'm going around and I'm just grabbing so many fucking snacks. They have these Too packages of double stuffed Oreos. And instead of like a whole package, like a normal Oreo package, yeah. they're like the single row boxes, you know, oh. where it's like just a single row of Oreos oh, in a box. Oh, do I know? Ask me if I know. Dude, I got four of them. Why don't you just get the full package, man? Because they didn't have the double stuff full package. They only had normal original, and I don't want that. Well, you Fuck get, off. You get two regular packages, and you scrape it off and make your own. Then you can make That's too much work, man. That's too much work. Yeah, you're probably right. When you're Double stuff slow anyway. is fucking incredible. Double stuff are perfect. They're I, the best packaged cookies. I don't think I've had a double stuff in 10 years because I didn't like it. It was too much. Too much and that's icing. fine. And I'm not even going to fight about it because I'm going to get upset. So anyways, I'm there, well, right? Well, stand up for yourself. And I get, <laughs> and I end up getting everything um, except, and I'm like there literally checking out at the self-checkout. Boom, boom, scanning, scanning. I'm a pro cashier, right? And I and I pay, and then I remember. Oh then my you went God, to go Lauren. pick up your check <laughs> in the break room, and I realized, oh fuck, I've been on the clock this whole time. <laughs> I've been on the clock. Oh, I got to get back to Monster, bro. <laughs> I got to get back to Monster and offload this five ton truck, or I'm dead. This fucking Monster truck, I can't even squash a car with it. <laughs> and um, I remember Lauren wanted ramen. Oh, fuck. I forgot the ramen. I just checked out. I'm standing here in front of the self-checkout. There's a security guard eyeballing me oh. from fucking 10 feet away. Yeah. And he probably wasn't I'm even literally... eyeballing you. For sure. And that's <laughs> I found that funny, too. The idea that why would that he's watching me when Dude. I know that he's he's literally there just keep counting down the seconds until his <laughs> shift is over. <laughs> but you, do. he sees you just happy-go-lucky high James buying Oreo cookies. And he's like, this guy's about to shoot up the store. <laughs> Doctor, dude, <laughs> starts starts sucking on his shirt. Doctor, I'm gonna need to take this guy out. Doctor, I'm gonna need to get new teeth. <laughs> so I literally think I go through like the fucking overthinking phase of like, I just bought all this stuff, but I need to go and get something else. Should I just turn around and go walk with this bag of shit and go and try to find the ramen? Like, is he going to think that I'm going to fucking steal shit and put it in here? Should so I tell funny. him? Should I tell him that I just bought all this, but I have to go get tell shit? Me, tell me you told him, hey, I'm just going no. to get some, I'm just going no. to get some more ramen. <laughs> no, I, like, I, dude, fuck? I thought okay. I thought that that thought was the funniest thing ever. That is the funniest shit. Dude, explaining myself <laughs> hey, to I'm the just CBS trying to get security more top, I'm trying to get, just trying to get some more top ramen. <clears throat> I'm high. And he's like, huh? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, boss. All right, boss. Thanks, chief. <clears throat> 
So I just, <clears> uh, but as I'm, as I'm literally like thinking of the, the options that I had where in hindsight, I should, I should just turn around and got it. Dude, I, you almost got arrested. During the, dude, during the process of all those thoughts, I walked out of the store. <laughs> Cause you're too scared. You're too over your, you're over. And then they're like in the shopping center, there's a pavilions right next to it. So then I literally just went to pavilions and bought the ramen. Dude, that's that's so fucking funny that you went to a different. It was store so funny. Ramen. You need to it write this so down funny. because that's going in the buddy. I comedy. did. I did. That's that's the like Jim Carrey walking out going big gulps, huh? Like that's that moment for the, for that film. And it's also like so relatable too. So especially relatable, especially if you like being high in public and yeah. just the the nonsense that you think about and like. But whenever you're not high, like it, it isn't even a fucking fabric of a thought in your head like thinking about that shit if i was if i wasn't high i would have like just, just walked done it. to go get the ramen and came back and yeah. paid for it yeah easily um because he would so, he would have saw you go pay for it you know what i mean yeah. like yeah he wouldn't have had any suspicions he even if he went and stole it he wouldn't have given a fuck yeah he's a cvs security guard dude he's just like this that's why he's paid the big bucks dude, dude. This, this was him <laughs> dude And then you walk by and you're like, I'm, "Hey man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to get some uh, more top ramen." Dude, hold on. I'll be the security guard. You be me. Okay. <coughs> just try, hey man. I'm just trying to go. I'm gonna get some more top ramen. Are you sleeping? <laughs> top ramen, boss. Dude, are you sleeping? That's so, good. so that was the first thing and then the second thing was last night <laughs> i ordered fucking chick-fil-a and uh there's like so much bullshit construction in front of my house they literally like are digging up part of the driveway to like install like you know connect the the house that they're building in the backyard they're connecting like the the sewage and all that shit to the main pipes so they have to like dig the track and then like lay all the pipe and then they're like going to top it with like you know in driveways like the 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 line of like grass they put in the middle of a driveway or something yeah in between the concrete so they're building one of those two it's gonna ne look nice but it's like come on guys finish it already you've been doing this for fucking months that's so dumb, um though. it's gonna be cool so because of all that bullshit and there's like caution tape and shit and half my driveway is all ripped up i just went out there to go meet the guy to get the food and so i walk over to him and i'm like hey for james and he's like yeah gives it to me and i'm like all right man appreciate you and he's like yeah for sure man and i'm like have a make sure to tip when, no, and I literally say, "Have a good one." Oh, and then I turn around and walk away, and I'm just like, "Dude, I thought that, it was so funny those that are I, the I like pause." I said, "Have a paused," and then finished. Dude, Have a good one. That I've done that, and I turn around and immediately was like, "That's so fucking funny, dude." That's so fucking funny. And like that happens to me w at least once a year where like I have this little awkward like and you walk away and you're like, oh my God, that's not me, dude. That's Steve. Yeah. What just happened? <laughs> that's so dude, funny. it's funny though, bro. You know, like you got to look at those things as jokes. Oh yeah, know? they don't were. It was it. intentional. Don't get, don't get self-conscious about it. Don't get anxious about it. Just recognize the humor in recognize it. Recognize the humor. Um, you guys, I just want to announce right now that my song is coming out. It's called Love Me When You're Gone. 
and mm, it is going it? to come out June 24th, so like eight days from now. The link in the description will be a pre-save Literal link. exact week from today. Go pre-save uh, that shit, please. It is uh, such a fucking fantastic song. I love it. And uh, it's the first song of my six-song EP um, that's coming out as a single, and James shot the music video for it. Um, he did that, the art single artwork. It's such a sick song. I'm so excited about it. So go right now and click it, please. Let's do a couple hundred, let's do fucking 9,000 pretty saves. It's free. Let's do just, literally 000. just, it just at you added to a playlist, but it's really helpful because it shows Spotify algorithmically the interest in the song before it's even out. Hmm. So uh, it's super helpful. And, uh, this is a whole new wave of whales talk because like I said before, I now have a band of, uh, of three additional bandmates. And we, uh, we've been rehearsing and we have some possible shows, maybe a tour one day. By one day, I mean, we're hoping, we're hoping By one day, a tour. There, it's like likely that there's a tour. There's, yeah, I would say, yes, likely. That's what Brian said, my manager. Yeah. Brian, um, that it's a Because <clears throat> if you tour. say one day there's a tour. It, it means like, That yeah. makes it seem like you're literally just hoping that one day there's a no, tour. No, there's one like, in, in there's, works. You're in talks. Shows. Yeah, there's yeah. like likely, yeah. And there's a um, cool show that uh, we might be opening for in September. Um, and they're fucking sick. We're yeah. opening for the Wiggles. The Biggle Boys. But guys, please go yeah, to the Yeah, we're actually opening for the Island Boys. <laughs> the Island Boys. <laughs> Fuck. But go to the description right now, click that 1RPM link, and uh, pre-save it to one of your, your playlists. It would mean the world. I've been working on this for so long. Put my uh, blood, blood, sweat, and tears and diarrhea into this EP. Hmm. Um, made it with uh, Sean from the Technicolors and his brother Alex, who is now in the band. Alex uh, Silverman is my drummer and uh, he's a fucking fantastic musician. And uh, he like engineered and wrote some bass riffs and some piano parts to the songs. But um, Whale Talk's on another level, baby. We're, we're, it's, it's now, we've found our sound. We're, we're in the right direction. And, and this, these six songs are fucking awesome, dude. Like, And let me just say, music, as baby. your friend, like, and as a lover of music, you know, and as a and lover, like, and as a lover, not a fighter, um, it is truly your greatest body of work that you've made your entire life. Thank you, bro. Up until this point, no joke, dude. Every single song on the EP is incredible, and dude. I'm so fucking excited for you and so proud of you because you've put in the work the past like fucking what two years mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. forming, starting this, forming this band, going through like all the different, you know, ups and downs with like your style and everything. And now mm -hmm. seeing like how you found it, mm -hmm. you know, and like also even separate from that, me listening to it and being like 100%, this is like the best you've ever made. And it's a, a consistent body of work, you know, that's like, that fits together. And it's like a, a, an actual project. You know what I mean? It's not just mm -hmm. like a bunch of songs that you made. Yeah, with a bunch exactly. Of different people. We wrote that, like we did the thing where you go somewhere. We recorded this, uh, and wrote these in, uh, a band called the main studio here in Arizona. Love the main. They're fucking amazing. I've loved the main forever too. And, uh, well, I mean, I loved the main in like 2010 or 2011 because yeah, yeah, I haven't same. listened to them since then, but like dude, the main in 2010. Yeah. Dude. Um, Oh no! Wait, that's beach weather. Never mind. I was gonna say, Ale what's Alex that one song from them? Um, Pioneer. Hold on. Pioneer, so good. Oh no! Wait, that's the album. That's the album that I love by them. Oh, 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 oh. but um, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, um, so we we did it there. It, it really is a body of work. It's not just like, I mean, singles are great. Singles are awesome, and like, that's how I was 
starting to try to find my sound because like you, you write with people and then you expand and you write with different people. And I, I came to LA and wrote with like four different producers and that's where uh, hypocrite came from with John London from point North. And I wrote with Sam from Winnetka bowling league. Um, and we used one of my demos to start with. And I, I, I didn't, I don't think the song really got to where it wanted to be. I felt like it didn't really know itself and it wasn't me. So um, that one is just in the, in the bucket of Dude. demos. Cause she's everything I asked for, everything I asked for. I don't know. I want more. Oh, that's literally I like 2008. What 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 album is that? Um, can't stop, won't stop. Oh, see, I was pioneer album. That was my. Shit. Oh, see, I was actually a pioneer. I was actually a pioneer on that album. On that album, so. <laughs> but yeah, guys. So it would it would mean the fucking world to me if you went and pre-saved that song. And it's great music. Like you're gonna, you're gonna enjoy it. it. You are. You're gonna enjoy it. I love it. Like, and I heard an artist in an interview talk about how like they made how they love it and they love my album. Um, (laughs) I I was listening to a Post Malone uh, interview and he he was talking about the album, my my album. (laughs) He loves it. But I was I was listening to them talk about it and say like you know like I they love their album and like it's like their favorite album right now and that's what they're listening to and that's what like I strive for now when I'm writing shit and like I truly love these songs and I fucking I've, I've been bumping them every time I'm in my car and like comparing them quality wise to other s- sounds and like it's it's up there it's like it hangs with dude remember when I picked you up from the airport and you were like yeah dude I want to show you like the full EP like it's all mixed and mastered like perfectly and shit and so you connected oh. to it <laughs> and your but your phone volume was just on like one, one and so you're like, all right, man it's fully mixed and mastered and you play it and it's like and it was so funny because it's like yeah dude, it's fully mixed and mastered it's so quiet <laughs> it was so quiet but wrapping dude, that up go, go pre-save bro, it yeah, yeah yeah please go pre-save please it. do and, and the music excited. video is going to be coming out um on friday as well um <laughs> that's right that's very right. excited about this it's actually the first uh like bigger thing that i shot with the new black magic and yeah. it looks fucking incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. um very excited yeah, exactly, dude. I can't wait. I love that music video. I love the artwork so much too. Like, mm-hmm. I love simple artwork like that. That like, you know, it, it's it's a small little like set, a small little vignette of something. Mm-hmm. But like, there's so much like character to it, you know, yeah. versus like some fucking fully photoshopped, fully you know type of single artwork or whatever. That's and just those like are cool too. It's just like some you got to think about what the vibe is of the song and what you want. Yeah, for to, sure. Like, first and like I feel you know? like you know, just seeing your feet like that, laying down with that spotlight, like, and even just the, like the idea of the song, let me, when you're gone, like there's a connection there, Yeah, you know, yeah. and it just fits the vibe fully. And I'm, I'm so excited to, I'm going to have a rough cut for you today. Of the Ooh, music video. I can't wait, dude. Oh yeah. And send me that VHS stuff after this so I can, cause I have to post another, I have like, yeah, a I'm going to, I'll, I'll first clip. thing I'm going to do is fucking, uh, transcode it and hopefully that works. And if not, then uh we'll, then we'll i'll get a, any other clip any other 20 yeah. second little clip or whatever you know what i mean but um mm-hmm. so after this pot when this podcast is out if you're listening to this right now that means i've posted this clip with mm-hmm. uh, a little piece of the song so you can actually go listen to it and if you're like man i just don't know if i like kib i don't know if i like kib's music mm, mm-hmm. go listen to the first 10 seconds of the song it's a great little like and if you listen teaser. to it, if you listen to it and you think, mm, I don't really like this song, yeah. then I don't know what to tell you, man. Then I don't know what to tell you, man. What more do you want? Okay? I Dude, do this for you. Totally random. But remember when we almost had Post Malone in Sugar Pine 7? Yeah. Because uh, I and Steve knew him as Austin at the Team Crafted Minecraft house. 
in like 20 when back when uh, we used to do craft services with him when he used to do craft services <laughs> yeah do you remember that that like i i've like smoked with him and partied with him and hung out with him shared moments yeah i i feel like in the future there will be a time where that's full you circles. know you guys and yeah full circle i and totally like, agree yeah yeah because like that has to happen 100%. um and i'll be there we'll, we'll, we'll know someone that knows someone like and you oh, yeah. already know people who know people who know people and same with you. Like we already, there's, you're like one step away already and we already know each other. It'll be, but like he's had such a life since then that he'll probably be like, oh fuck, I remember you. It'll be like that. You know what I mean? It won't be like, oh my fuck, God. I remember you. I fucking hated you. <laughs> Where's my 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. no, but um, that's so funny. We were so close to having him in Sugar Pine 7 because Steve and respond. him followed each other yeah. and then he reached out to Steve first oh, and literally messaged him and just said, Hey dad. Yeah. And like Steve, I remember trying to like play it so cool, but like, yeah, no, no. was definitely, it was yeah, like, dude, we need up. to, we need to fucking capitalize on this shit and get yeah. him in here because he could become one of our best friends. Yeah. Dude, Steve, I need is, you to get him. I need you to message him back because he could become one of my best friends. Yeah. He wants, James wants him to become one of his best friends. So you're going to need that. Yeah. Dude. He like, when he popped off, he unfollowed all of us. Because we are, we used to follow each other when he was just Austin, and he was part of the gaming community. And then they probably, I, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm assuming that they went, you know, this song's gonna pop off. Um, you need to separate cause, yourself. Cause you, you usually know when you put a song out who's gonna be fucking with it, like even if that's like playlist wise and stuff like that. But there was an element to his that was like random in the sense of like someone heard it, but it's because he knew people who would send it to that person who would hear it. So like, he probably had a good idea that this person at least is going to hear it. I don't know if they're going to post it. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but mm -hmm. my song is good and, it, and people believe in it and it's going to be heard by other people. And so um, they probably went, Hey man, your life's going to change forever. You're going to need to change everything and unfollow all of those fucking gamers, dude, those fucking Minecraft gamers. Not a good look, dude. You get, and he and he was against it, man. He, he was against it. Nail, he fought, you know. It. But at the end of the day, what are you gonna do? So I'm a little bitter about that, but I'll be talking to him about it one day. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be there. We we shared a um a joke because we had this friend named Jordan who was super super high, and Austin and I were sitting on the couch and we were high and we we're just like eating pop tarts and stuff. And Jordan is British. He's high as fuck, but he would like became like a goof like. Clearly, yeah. this guy doesn't smoke often. Yeah, he like was straight up, like like like, like losing your fucking con mental control. <laughs> like it's so funny and yeah. you're so high. Yeah, yeah. And we called him the fucking Pop Tart Pirate, and that became a thing. So, Austin, if you remember the Pop Tart Pirate, dude, he's not watching. H me you, bro. H me you. Hit me e up. <laughs> Hit me e up. H me you, dude. H me you. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you dude so we'll, it's, we'll it's me and you dude it's me and you it's me and you now dude we'll get him on the pod dude and we'll talk about that and maybe if he's lucky and I'll that'll jerk, be I'll, I'll jerk him off <laughs> <laughs> and maybe if he's lucky I'll let him use some of my toilet paper to come into <laughs> maybe later double ply and that'll be the day that life changes when we have him on the podcast that's right no I don't think <laughs> it will no it, it would have already changed we would, it would get like 70,000 views on the pod, maybe 100. And then then it's back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like, you know that that's exactly what would happen to. No, yeah, not no. necessarily. You think you're I think there'd be change? a I think they think that I think that, that there would be a life-changing event. 
Yeah. Maybe maybe it's fame. Maybe it's a tornado. But who knows? Maybe a tornado hits my house. Could be fame, and it could be a natural disaster. I don't know what's gonna happen. Dude, after that's so funny. Honestly, man, our life's gonna change after this. It could be like fame and fortune. It could be a tornado. But something big is happening. Something big is happening. I can feel it, man. Okay. Could be a tornado, though. Most likely, it's gonna be a tornado. Just want to say, on a note of tornadoes, I saw Buzz Lightyear last night. Oh, hell yeah. It's How was it? not good. Aw. Yeah. Let me look, let me look that up. Yeah. Let me, let me look that up. It's not good. It's, I'm glad it exists, but it's like, it's worth one watch. I'll never, ever, ever watch it again. Um, oh, boy. The dog was, the cat was really funny. Super funny at times, but um, total miss. None of the humor and pacing was good except for sometimes with the cat. There was like a, a couple little moments. Oh my god! What is that bad? Review? It has a it has a four point six out of ten on IMDb. It's really bad. I like, dude. You you know? Here's how you fucking know. Within the first five to ten minutes of the film, Dill and Hal and I looked over at each other and we were like. This is fucking garbage. You you know exactly what this film is and its pacing and what its humor is and what its writing is and what's voice. Dude, I didn't even know that Buzz Buzz's voice was played by Chris Evans because uh-huh. it was so incredibly bland and such normal. There was nothing special. All of the characters were like diluted, gray, colorless, flavorless versions of what those characters could have been. Um, Buzz's voice acting was just like, I w- of course it's not going to be Tim Allen anymore, but like, it was not good. It was like just b- basic, boring. Like this could have been some fucking ripoff company that magically got the rights to Buzz Lightyear. The st- the st- idea of the story is sick. The execution of almost everything was bad. Do you want to know what what it's about without any spoilers? Yeah. So essentially. And they also just Top Gunned it at the end, by the way. Literally, if you've seen Top Gun at the end, you're going to be like, we literally like, did they just shit this out because Top Gun came out and they're trying to capitalize? Because like, like, there's such a Top Gun vibe to this. But dude, so it's about Buzz. Um, they get trapped on an, a different planet. Like the idea of this is cool and it's going to make you want to watch it more probably, but it's so bad. I'll they, wait till it's out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, exactly. I would. Um, it wasn't worth the fucking 12 bucks. Um, well, it was worth it. I love the theater, honestly. I had, I had a good time because I love the theater unless it was like literally killing me inside, but I could watch a bad movie in the theater and enjoy it. So uh, this, this civilization gets, uh, not civilization, this group of people uh, who are <laughs> this civilization, space people. Millions of people. Millions of people. But anyways, these people get uh, trapped on a different uh, fucking planet and they can't get out because they don't have the right fuel. So they need to find a way to get out and they're trying different methods of fuel to see, because they have to get to hyperspeed, and and Buzz is testing it. But every time he goes to test it, he comes back. It's been four years, and so he keeps going, going, going. And then, you know, total of like sixty years goes by. So now we were introducing new characters uh, and stuff like that. Um, and then we find out, you know, but That's you know, a really fucking dope idea. It's really cool. The That's idea really is cool. so fucking sick, bro. And that's that, like really deep. Like that's a really like deep kind of like existential yeah. <laughs> like theme. Yeah. No, the whole idea was dope, but it, literally the execution is so bad. You know who Zerg is, right? From mm-hmm. watching Toy Story? Tell me. It's the villain. Buzz's nemesis. Do you know who it's his Zerg father. is? 
You don't know. Okay. What do you mean? It's not his father. I don't want to spoil. This is a massive spoiler if, if I say something. But if you don't know, then oh, maybe. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I think we know this already. Like, I don't think this is the first time we find out who Zerg is. Well, in the, like, in Toy Story 2, when Zerg's, Zerg's in it, 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 it turns, like, he says that it's literally like a Star Wars fucking parody. He says that he's his father. Mm-mm. It's not his father. Never has Who been. is it? Spoiler alert, if you don't want to know yet. But is it this Buzz is, from the future? This information's already out there because of Toy Story 2. So we already know this. I think I don't know if we already know this. Unless they that's what they it. that's what they talk that's what the result is in fucking Toy Story 2. And there's the, there's the scene because he's uh it's like the second buzz that comes out of the package, right? It's not the original buzz, because there's two buzzes in Toy Story 2. And then at the end when like they fight and do that, and then they like at the climax, like they movie's almost done, and then they're all leaving, going back to Andy's house, and then they're like, they want second buzz to come with them, and then he's like, Nah man, I'm gonna stay with my dad, and they're like playing catch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking up who Zerg is in Toy Story 2. Emperor Zerg Toy Story 2. Oh, is Zerg really Buzz's father? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so it is a massive spoiler then. Well, I mean, spo- Do you want we've, we've given the spoiler alert. Yeah, tell me. Spoiler alert. Just turn it down for 10 seconds and then you won't matter anymore. And you're turning it down now. It's Buzz from the future. And you're turning it back up. <laughs> Okay, guys. <laughs> but they don't hear that, and they just keep it <laughs> down the entire time. So God, when are they going to be done? So yeah. Anyway, so like, <coughs> I think that that's. The, I think I just said that. No, I know. I know. I, I just. I, just I didn't want to tell you if you if you're like no, right. don't tell me because you didn't. No, no. I mean that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's no, cool. the, again, like all of a the little cliche, a little predictable, yeah. but like, it's cool. Yeah. If they earn it, which it sounds like they didn't. No, they didn't earn it. The idea worked with No, they did. No, they did. <laughs> no, they, they didn't because like there was so much potential for this and so badly did they utilize it, uh, the ideas. But, uh, but dude, it was just like- That's such a bummer, man. It's it worth watching. So but it's, yeah, I know, even the trailer, I was like, oh my fucking God, dude, this is gonna be like Big Hero 6. Like as good as Big Hero 6 or some of the good fucking animated movies. And then I watched it and I was like- the animation was kind of weird and slow and like that made it visually so boring to watch. And like, I don't know, there was some good to it. Of course. Like I would give it a five out of 10. That's what I gave it right afterwards. I was like, I would give it a five mm. out of 10. It would have got a four if it wasn't for this cat character that like genuinely had some funny moments and made me laugh out loud. Literally laughing a loud ruffle cup on the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, like uh, I recommend you go see it. And then after I watched it, but yeah, overall I, I highly recommend it. You go see it. <laughs> Eight out of ten. <laughs> I uh, I did a poll on uh, on Instagram and I was like, hey guys, I'm thinking of going to see Toy Story Buzz Lightyear movie. Do you <laughs> think it's good? Yes or no? And it's like really split. It's like it was like sixty percent yes, forty percent no. And that made me go. It, it made me remember that. Oh, okay. Um, so most people don't have good taste most people just like what they're told to like and i forgot mm. about that like that's what pop is you know what i mean like pop music that isn't good that has millions of fans and shit like there's great pop music but there's also bad pop music and people fucking because <laughs> there's just most people even if it's like 60 percent, but most people just like what they're told is good i wish you know i lost w- my mind people like people that 
don't like or don't listen to music or people that don't like or watch movies and shit. Like yeah. there are people that like just don't listen to music and I watch know. movies. And I'm like, what do you do? You want to hear something fucking wild? I've worked with incredible producers who are in incredible bands who specifically don't listen to music because they're already such a musician that they don't want any outside influence. And I thought it was very pretentious when I first heard of that. Um, and now I, I think that is pretentious. It may be, but like, it's, it, they're amazing. And what they create is so just them. Like there's no influence, but also like, I love influence. Influence is everything. Taking influence everything. from different genres. And there is nothing around today that is being created that isn't inspired by something else in some way, shape or form. Period. Except for the producers I've worked with who don't listen to music. Well, I think that they're... Lying. <laughs> Make-believe. I think that you've made them up. They're not make-believe, man. They're not make-believe. Dude, you... you, <laughs> Yeah, man, I work with the producers from the Technicolors, producers from the main, but you've just been lying the whole time. You really just have been in your bedroom fucking playing Valorant. <laughs> there is no EP. <laughs> Dude, this is oh, nailed it. Sorry, James. I'm in a session. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't I know, man. Been... I just think that's weird because, like... I mean, I think if you can pull inspiration 100% entirely from within, that's wild. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, that doesn't resonate with me. I need to, I, I'm inspired by the fucking mountains of content that I've consumed over my entire life. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if I don't, if, if, even if I'm not consciously pulling from it, subconsciously, there's something yeah. that's, you know, peaking in that, you know? But there's different levels of, of which you can use inspiration or pull from nothing in, in different like you know like areas of, of film i would say and the area that i would say is similar to music where you can try to pull the least from inspiration is when you're writing your story because <clears throat> that's where you can just feel when you can and you can think about this story and create this story and you can it just it's a feeling that that you're like this feels right this feels good versus like things that are formulaic that you take which is inspiration and stuff like that you know what i mean or even inspiration of like i've heard this chord progression but oh oh that makes sense oh that's that song i'm gonna change the chord and go to here i mean because every chord fucking uh progression Exists. has been yeah. done before mm -hmm. and you've heard it in every song every every chord progression so like that's where like in some ways you can't but you can you know take the inspiration and change it and stuff like that but lyrics and melodies and stuff like that is just like feeling like when you're writing you know, your story. And then when you're shooting, you're taking elements of like, oh, this is kind of Wes anderson -y, and like, oh, I just think this is sick. And like, and why you think it's sick is because of your influence, of course, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. But it's, it is definitely interesting. Like the people that don't or say they don't listen or watch movies and stuff like that. And that's not me that's either. Wild. That's so not me. Yeah. I, I love I mean, it. It fuels To each me. his own, you know, like uh, if that works for you, then fuck yeah. But like, it just, I just don't resonate with that. Yeah. I just don't like people who are like that. It because it, it just does come off as pretentious, like the idea that, oh well, I already am perfect, and I'm what I create is going to be so original and so uh, incredibly powerful that, like, yeah, man, you know, I just but, have but it. I guess I even, just have it. It's not even that. It's it's more so like these people that I've experienced aren't claiming to be the best in the world, and that I don't need inspiration. It's I don't want the inspiration of something to intrude in what yeah. I will naturally create. 
No, I get that. You know, and that's what I respect about that. And then when mm-hmm. I like when working with them, they're so talented that you're like, yeah, that works for you. That's crazy. Like, yeah, you're, you're a freak. Like, I think I could be wrong, but I think Sam from Winnetka Bowling League was that guy. He's like, I don't, I try not to listen to music, stuff like that. And his drum production was the best sounding drum production I've ever heard in my life. Like, I was astounded. You know, but but also yeah, look, the, like, that song what? was I the mean, one that, that isn't gonna come out. You know what I mean? Which doesn't mean anything. It wasn't a bad song. It's just I don't know why I'm using that as a point if if I'm trying to say it wasn't a bad song. But it wasn't what I wanted, and that's I think a different a different that's fine. thing. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I mean I like from that perspective, I get it. Even though I don't like personally agree <laughs> with it, like I I get it. Like sure, and I'm sure that there will be a time in my life where I explore that. You know, yeah. just totally coming up with something. Um, it's not like I'm fucking writing something or coming up with shots and shit and I'm like pulling up things and being like, oh, okay, I'm going to do that one exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, yeah, I guess, I guess whatever. I do that for <laughs> film though. I'll, I'll look at a shot and be like, oh, this is what I want this shot to look like, but I see it in whatever setting and different lighting and stuff like that. But I don't think that's necessarily inspiration because, I mean, it is inspiration, but mm-hmm. I don't know. With shots, it's just kind of like, there is I don't know it's not it's like what do you avoid every shot that's ever been done you couldn't no because there's there are ways that that you shoot certain scenes in order to develop a scene and the and the beats in that scene and you know the arc of that scene there are certain ways that you need to shoot it Mm -hmm. in order for it to effectively be done you know Mm -hmm. like if you just and you know rules are meant to be broken blah 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 but like if it's a very very intense and emotional scene and there's a a a character experiencing a realization or something Mm -hmm. you're not going to shoot that in a fucking wide yeah you know what i mean you're gonna be close with them wide would you tight wide would you (laughs) yeah wide would you (laughs) why would you do that that? that's so fucking funny you're smart (laughs) sometimes all the time Mm, not now. And cut. And action. <laughs> Dude, just two conflicting directors. That's really funny. And cut. And action. No, we just yeah. cut. And silence. And the camera's action. cut. All right, guys, we're moving on. That's beautiful. Guys, let's roll. Action. (laughs) And back to square one. And that's lunch. (laughs) All right, hold, 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 hold. And rewrites. We're rewriting (laughs) the script. Hold, hold, hold. CJ explosion. And that's it, baby. Am I wrong? That's a wrap. Am I fucking wrong or what? This is a scene of, of this is a childbirth scene. It's so yeah. Emotional. I want him to come out with power and emotion. Exactly. Yeah, I want there to be an explosion. Yeah, and I want there to be ex- an explosion coming out of her fucking ass. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> a, a super tiny little mushroom cloud. <laughs> Dude, that's literally what it's like every time I fucking fart in my pants. Except it's, it's not nu- a mushroom cloud. Dude. It's a it's a, li- a literal solid shit in the shape of a mushroom. 
<laughs> Every time, yeah, bro, for real, man. Like, yeah. whoa. Like, whoa. I create nuclear fission when I'm shitting. Oh, dude, I create nuclear fissures when I'm. <laughs> You're a nuclear, nuclear fissure? anal fissure. <laughs> Dude, I wish we could pull up, and we will next time. I wish we could pull up a, sh- a, a scene of someone taking a shit. <laughs> I just love... Did you see the TikTok I sent you? Yeah. The last one? By the tomato? <laughs> yeah. It's just this old guy. He's like... Mm, Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I see that, and I'm like... I just imagine you, like... Fucking looking at your phone, just being like, <laughs> I don't laugh that hard. I laugh at the idea yeah, you of do. you thinking it's funny. I go, <laughs> and I send it to you. I go, oh, send it, James. And then, dude, all you do send me videos, man. It's ridiculous. And then all you uh, you do is on TikTok is you send me videos. We should look at the videos you send me. I'm down. Can we? <laughs> what do you mean? Are there any offensive ones? Uh, 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 you got me. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I could We're pull, not going to look at them. I could pull them up right now if you want me to. Well, look, they're all very serious Ben Shapiro clips. They are very, <laughs> all super serious right wing propaganda. Dude, we should literally do a segment and I would, we could potentially do it right now or next pod literally reacting to James's TikToks and it's the ones you DM me. And we just watch them. That sounds, though, the way you said it was, it sounds like the TikToks that I make. Reacting to James's TikToks. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds you only like reacting. <laughs> Yo, I just directed this one. <laughs> Fucking Island Boys. Island I actually directed boy. that. Yeah. Um, okay. That's what we'll do next next episode. Reacting cool, to James's TikToks. I'm down, bro. Let's fucking get it. That sounds like so much fun, dude. That'll make me horny laugh. Cool. Hey, do we have any calls before we leave? We actually don't have a single call this week. I think we do. Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and guys, we're back with our next, our first caller. What's up, Clay and James? It's uh, me, running here. Uh, just wanted to ask you guys a quick question about what you do to uh, find motivation and uh, flex your creative juices. Um, also, big shout out Kauai. Um, James, my wife and I went there on our Honeymoon, it was amazing. Got to see, like, Honolulu Bay, stayed in Princeville. Anyway, I wanted to throw up one of these for you guys. I do these every day. Woo! Yo! Are you Nailed that shit, bro. Me, bro. Nailed that shit. That's tight. That's fucking tight. That was dude, tight, that's, dude. <laughs> What's up, Clay and James? Just wanted to throw you one of these. <laughs> Just fucking that's breaks fucking his neck. tight, bro. Oh. Dude, yeah, hell yeah. Dude, fuck yeah, Kauai. It's the best place on earth. It's the best place ever. Um, I highly recommend if you want to go on vacation to Hawaii. Obviously, all of Hawaii is fucking beautiful, but Kauai is perfect. It's it's chill. It's laid back. It's way more like natural, and it's not built up, and it's just a, a great place to go and <laughs> It's a relax. great place to go. Yeah, I'm loving Kauai. Um, thinking about going there next year with James. You better. And uh, I'd love to, man. You know what I mean? I think we'll have a good time there. Probably learn how to do some backflips, all that shit, man. It's good to meet you guys and awesome. <laughs> um, what do we do for motivation? Get the creative juices flowing. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this a lot. It's definitely one of those things that's different for every person. And, you know, once you find that, um, 
you know, it, it, that helps because then you know what works for you. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I think the, the most important thing to remember is like, don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself to finish something or complete something or whatever. Both those words mean the same thing. Um, just do it because you want to enjoy it. Like if you find enjoyment in whatever you're doing, then you're not going to have a hard time doing it. You know what I mean? Um, and give yourself the grace that like, you know, recognize where you're at as a creative and whatever you're trying to create and, and look at it, everything as a, as an opportunity to learn more and, and get better at creating whatever you're creating. Now, here's what you do. You smoke a bunch of crack. You can do it. You finger yourself. Go to bed. No, what I, I, my perspective, Go to bed, actually, wake up the next morning, fresh start. And then you get going. Fresh start. You get going, dude. I recently have um, had a massive change of, 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 um, I guess opinion on my approach, because I used to say forever. And I've said this a thousand times because we've gotten this question before. Um, I used to say like, you know, and this is, this is what worked for me for a while too. Um, you know, like going to bed on time and then waking up and I, I had this exact schedule of like getting out of, getting my fucking 10 hours of sleep, which I need waking up, <laughs> having a coffee, getting on the fucking computer, going back to bed, watching like interviews and videos that get me inspired to do what I'm about to do. And then I start and that worked every day. I was fired up and excited, but then I dropped that when I did this song a day thing with, uh, my girlfriend and her band goodbye Daisy. Um, where it was called Song of Day, where we would write one song every single day, and no matter what, or, and, and we did this whole competition, fucking signed a, a fun little contract just for shits, and like there was a prize at the end and stuff like that, and it made me have to do it, have to make something and make a song when I had no time, if I had two hours, four hours, whatever. So there was no fucking way for me to like, fuck, how do I get inspired and feel 100% right now to do this? Impossible. Yeah. You just start. Yeah. And so- you just do it. After doing, I think it was like 27 days of this or something like that, whatever it was, um, I, I, it was life-changing for me because I realized no matter what my mental condition is, my physical condition, I literally can just sit down and start making and that will inspire me. Yeah, because, 100%. And that could be because I'm at a level where like now I can, when I make something, I can kind of make what I want to make and, and, and make it good and shit like that. So like I can, I just start making, even if I don't have an idea, if I'm not inspired, I just sit down and just start. I yeah, just dude, start 100%. making and then it goes. And then I want to work for eight hours on this fucking song. Mm -hmm. Like every single time there wasn't one time where I was like, Oh, this isn't going anywhere. Like, yeah. Which is so wild because that's happened to me before in my life where I'm working. I'm just like, ah, this just isn't it. But like, it's, it's you know what that, I think that is? It's all that pressure um, that you put on yourself. A hundred percent. It's pressure, dude. Like once you realize that like 80% of the struggle, you know, and the like obstacles that you face when you're creating are ones that you put on yourself. Because 100%. if you think about like, if you're just like in your room working on something or like writing or fucking in fucking Ableton or whatever, starting to make some music, there's absolutely zero fucking out like external pressure yeah. or criticism on you whatsoever. You're just doing it in your mm -hmm. room. Not a single person even fucking knows, yeah. you know? So it's like, if you're having a hard time doing it, it's because of the mindset that you're in. Like, and I've experienced this so many times. Um, and I know that a lot of people experience this 
like the desire or the expectation to be like right on the money, right when you start making something, you know what I mean? Yep. And it's like, no dude, give yourself like start working on shit and don't be afraid to like scrap a bunch of shit that you've been working dude, on yeah. because you're That's not going to just be like, okay, thing. I'm starting right now and it's immediately going to be so good. And if it's not, Oh fuck, maybe I'm just bad. And it's like, dude, no dude, get, get through the bullshit, get through all the fucking bullshit. Yeah. Then realize that that's not working. And then that's going to, you're going to be that much closer to finding the thing that is going to be working. And don't worry about this. The next thing you're working on as much, because forever until song a day, until writing with other producers and, and not putting everything, like all my eggs into the idea of this next thing I'm making has to be the best thing. And it's mm -hmm. going out and it has to be amazing. And if it's not, you beat yourself up and stuff like that. This next thing that you're making doesn't even have to exist. You just focus on making it and yeah. the excitement of enjoying and loving this for what it is. It doesn't have, you're like, well, oh, oh, man, what if it's like a sad song or what, what if this video or this film is like, it's not the right, it's not this big, the banger that I want to put out. It's like, just make it for exactly what it's supposed to be and then put it on your fucking computer because you know what? Tomorrow you're just going to make another one. And then yeah. the next day, you're just going to make another one. And maybe not every day for depending on what you're doing. It can be a month long thing, a week long thing, but like you're literally going to make one and then you're just going to make another one. So this mm -hmm. one you're making right now is not end all be all life changing has to be the greatest thing ever. It's like, dude, just make it just yeah. fucking make it because you're going to get 100%. so much better, so much faster. That's you're going to learn dude. how you work, how, what that, when like the, the whole motivation, the whole perspective change for me is like, bitch, I could be fucking dead tired and sit down and write a song and it'd be pretty good. And, and and have that be a demo that I, I show other producers. Or at very least, I made that song and I get to listen to it and maybe 10 years down the road, I come back to it or I don't. And it just, it made me better. It's literally, you just went to the gym. This thing you yeah, just made, at very least, bro. you just went to the gym. So that you have to make this next thing to be able to next to make your next great thing. Dude, and this could be that, that, but- that's That's like something that, in like today's fucking world of social media and fucking like sharing your shit with the world and stuff and like content creation that like people don't ever fucking realize or get taught about is that it's all about practice. Yeah. It's all about doing things to learn more and get more experience so that you can be better at what you're creating. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever hear anyone talking about that. And the more you make, the better the right... you get. The more fucking yeah. times you go to the gym, dude, the stronger fuck. you're going to get. Yeah, easily, dude. It's, it's the same exact simple, thing. Bro. Just like, like, get rid of the idea of creating something to post it. Like, right. I just shot right. something with Steve a couple weeks ago, and I don't know if I'm even gonna like finish it or post it, just because yeah. it's not exactly like. Obviously, I had the idea uh, initially to post it. Um, but it's not exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? That's fine because I learned a lot. You know what? The number one fucking thing I learned from that knowledge. experience is knowledge. I learned knowledge. <laughs> I, I learned, learned knowledge. properly exposing with the black magic. Mm -hmm. And that, cause it's, that's a thing. It's, it's a cinema camera. So the exposure is a lot more important yeah. and like the color profile of it. And I didn't expose things properly. So it's not, I'm not able to color it the way that I want to. Mm -hmm. And that's a massive fucking lesson that I learned. So yeah. now with love me when you're gone, I exposed everything fucking perfectly That's right. because of that. And like, that's literally uh, everything we just talked about 
put into practice in a real situation that I just experienced over the last few weeks. Yeah. And like, it, it's huge, dude. Cause it's huge. It really is. And that's like, really the most important thing. And, and like, I've seen, because I was forced to get these songs to a state that it was, we had like parameters of it has to at least be of this quality or not quality, but the song has to have at least this in it for it to be, it has to kind of at least be a song. And so mm-hmm. I would always like be a little bit of a perfectionist of trying to like automate sounds and, and make it like polish and mix it really well and stuff like that too, which is great because now I see value in finishing it at least too, or getting it to like in the song world. If, if you write a verse, uh, a pre-chorus and, and then a chorus, um, that's the song. You can just do that. You wrote a song, even if yeah. it's a minute long, minute and a half, two minutes long, whatever, like, cause you just fucking double that, change some of the production, write different things, maybe write a bridge and, and a post like, and that's all just afterthought shit. The song is the verse and the fucking chorus and maybe a bridge, you know? Mm-hmm. So like for me now it's like, okay, under any fucking condition, like I was saying, under any amount of stress, tired, don't feel like it. Um, I can always jump in and do it and then be so excited and be rocking and rolling. And I let go of the, like, this is the next song that's going to be released. And this is my sound right now. It's like, no, it's not. It's just the thing next thing you're making to get you one step closer to making your next great thing. Yeah. And that's, and that's a huge perspective that you're going to gain too, is knowing that when the time comes that you are working on that thing, that is going to be the next big thing. You're going to recognize that for specific reasons and fucking show up when it, when the time's right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Dude, not it, worry about fucking bullshit that has no uh, importance. It helped me so much with like going into sessions with producers and other artists and writing and stuff because like I, I always felt confident and good and like everything. But like beyond that now, I just feel like I can jump in the room with fucking anyone and, and we can write a fucking great song. Like that confidence is everything because- Hell yeah, boy you just like, that's a fucking everything without that confidence. Like you're not going to be at your full potential. So like flex those muscles, keep doing it. And like you, you in anything, if you don't do it for a while, you'll get rusty. So you got to be constantly going to the gym. You go, you go and fucking get out of shape. It's it's that simple. Like yep. anyway, no, we have one more man. caller. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Guys, this next caller has glasses Hey, on. Kib. Hey, James. Uh, thanks for having me on. My name is Tyler. I'm calling from the Chicagoland area in Illinois. Um, I've been watching you guys since back when it was the Steven Subdick experience, and I've been a fan ever since. I've consumed basically every piece of media or content huh. that all three of you created throughout the years. Um, I love all of your music. Uh, James, it was an absolute pleasure to be a part of the virtual screening for Three Kings. I thought that was incredible. I can't wait to see what you do next. Um, And obviously, same for you, Kib. Your music is killing it. Um, My question is uh, related to content creation. Um, for a few what years now, as sort of just a hobby, a pet project, I've uh, developed a YouTube channel um, based around movie-related content, uh, podcasts about movies, uh, the occasional review or video essay, and um, I'm a big fan of it. Um, and you know, my friends and family, they, they are very supportive of it. And, and, you know, they think that I should give, at least my friends think that I should give it a full, a full chance, Um, but it's kind of difficult. You know, I, I have a, I have a full-time job in marketing and, um, I like my job, you know, I'm just not passionate about it in any way. And 
Um, but, but it's comfortable and it's reliable. You know, I work from home. Um, I have a salary. I have benefits. Um, I don't have to worry about, you know, my next check or anything like that. And so it puts me Those in this weird place where, you know, I, I work 40 hour weeks. I don't have a lot of free time. So, you know, if I actually wanted to put the amount of effort into my, my content as it deserves, um, it would eat up all of my free time. I wouldn't have time to play video games or hang out with my fiance or, or watch new movies. Um, but, you know, the only other option would be to quit my day job uh, so that I have free time and YouTube time. But I, I don't feel like I'm at that point either. You know, I, I really only my friends watch my videos. I've never made it much farther than that. And um, yeah, so I'm just kind of wondering, you know, for you guys, was there ever a tipping point? Um, I, I, I don't recall if either of you have ever had, um, you know, the standard 40-hour work week. I know both of you got involved in this sort of media stuff pretty early, but um, was there ever an indicator that told you now is the time to switch gears? Now is the time to put everything in? Um, or was it a slow process? Uh, any advice you could have would be great. Um, I'm just kind of wondering, you know, should I keep this a hobby um, and just whatever, put time that I can into it and put one video out every month? Or um, or do you think it's worth it to, to shift the gears um, a little bit more substantially? Um, anyway, thank you so much for letting me on. Um, if anyone's interested, you can go to withgiros.com. Uh, peace out, guys. Love you both. See ya. Dude, you deserve that shout out, bro. That was fucking... Uh... That was a great question. I was captivated. Yeah, I loved listening to you talk, man. Um, and that's my beginning compliment to you. I would like to say that that's a really tough one. And that all, in my opinion, comes down to just how passionate you are, you know, and, and how much you love this thing because you are, yeah, you're in that position where like you, you, you grown up a lot. You know what I mean? Like you said, you've got that full-time job. You've got a fiance. You've got a whole life that you need to maintain. Um, you've got, you've added a lot of cups to what makes you whole um and and the more cups you add you know the the less time the more, you have the more pee cups, for all of yeah. them and the more pee cups less pee you can put in them so i i i definitely see your position and i i see your you know your conflict with it because like you said you're not at a numerical or analytical spot where you can look at it and go okay yeah this is gender this is there's a clear sign here that I can make this shift. So now it's just about finding within you what what you want with your life and and how you can make that happen. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you got it. You got to keep all those cups full. Otherwise, you'll you leave some empty and you start to not be full as a person and feel fucky. And like I know for me, I have been doing this for so long that I was fortunate enough to um, my turning point happened before you know while I was living at home with my parents. And just, I was doing it every day because I fucking loved it. And I knew, I believed in myself and I knew this was going to work. And it, and then it showed, it showed that it was working. So I was like, okay, so I have my green light to just keep hustling on this. And, you know, the only way that it did take off was because I had the time to put into it. So it is a pickle, you know, it's, it's tough. And it doesn't mean that's the only way. There's lots of people who post once a month and the shit goes fucking viral and, and stuff like that. For me, that's not the type of work that I make, uh, or at least now, I, I guess I sort of do now with music and stuff like that. It's not like this constant um, posting of content and stuff. But um, yeah, like I, I'm in a position where I am kind of eh, financially, like just, I'm just 
kind of fucking getting by and pursuing music and stuff like that. But I'm so fulfilled and so happy. And, you know, like, uh, I, I don't like not make enough money or anything like that. It's just that like, I, I definitely could have been in the, the 40 hour a week position feeling a lot more comfortable and things like that. But like, I just can't like my heart, my soul, my mental, everything about it is like, you have to be doing this in order to fucking survive yeah. um, and feel good. And I, I could probably convince myself to make that switch, but like, I just know what I want for my life. I want to be able to look back when I'm 50 and be like, yo, I fucking did what I loved every single day of my life. Um, and that's why I, I'm doing the, the way I'm doing it. But again, like I said, I had that transition into this starting young that gave me the opportunity to um, allow this to support myself and stuff like that. So my advice to you would be, if I was in your shoes, I'm going to assume that you love this YouTube thing and you're sure of it. And you're like, I, I want to be doing this full time. I just literally can't, right? Like I, I'm, I'm going to assume that um, if I was you and that were the case and I loved this, but I didn't have a lot of time for it, I would allocate time for it. Uh, it you know, you said you work 40 hours. So what's that? Is that four days a week or five days a week? I don't know. Yeah, is it this eight is a hour guy days? who's never so, had a full-time job. I've never had a yeah, full-time job. Eight hours a day for five days five a week, days. Yeah. Monday through Friday, eight hours. I just hours. don't know if it was 10 hours to get in two hours overtime. I don't know what he's, what he's, what he's working with. Um, so yeah, you're working, yeah, five days a week. I would allocate one of your days, if, if it was me, I would allocate one of my weekend days entirely to fulfilling that cup that, and then you could be potentially making, you know, depending on what kind of content you're making a video that goes out every week, you could be working on a video that goes out bi monthly, things like that. And then you're spending a whole fucking day from the morning you wake up to morning at night, fulfilling your, your passion and making something of it. Um, and then you have your other day where you can spend and, and fulfill your, your, your other obligations, <laughs> life and, and fiance and stuff like that. That's what I would do. You know, yeah. and, and, and you, like you said, you have a supportive family. So, um, I, w that's, that's, I think what I would do until there's a clear, like, this is working and I can make money from it and survive and, or take the leap, you know, sorry, go ahead. James. I think, um, about when it's time to make that jump and transition over into doing the YouTube full time, no one's going to know that except for you. You're going to feel that and you're going to have to trust your instinct on that. And that's mm -hmm. not to say that it's going to be when you're getting a million views on every video and you're making this, this and that amount of money every month. No, because there is going to be a risk involved and you're going to have totally. to recognize that. And if you really want to do this, you're going to have to take that risk Yeah, because you don't get places in life and pursue things that you're passionate about without taking risks. Right. Like, you know, there, there are, there are careers and jobs in life that you get based on the experience you have, the education you have, this and that, right? And then you get a stable job and you do that. And you can do that until you retire and live a very comfortable life and make steady money and all that. But the thing that's missing from that scenario, unless you're lucky enough that that scenario is your, what you're passionate about, which is absolutely possible. But if it's something you're not passionate about, then you, you're living your life ignoring the things that you are passionate about and ignoring your dreams. And I'm a huge fucking advocate for chasing your dreams. I think you owe it to yourself in any way, shape and form to pursue your dreams and at least give it a shot. Cause look um, how because, fulfilled we are. Like you can just feel it. You can just feel it. How I can, when I listen to James talk, dude, he's just fulfilled. I, truly like I'm being silly, but at the same time, it's like when you meet people who are doing what they love, like, 
you can just see that light in them that, yeah. that mm-hmm. even if they're going through the, some of the hardest shit in their life, but they're still pursuing their passion. Like there's this beautiful light that, that gets awakened in you and you feel it and it makes you because it's worth excited it. to be alive, dude. It's worth it when, it's when, so you're, worth when it. you're chasing your dream. It's, it's worth it for all the hardships you're going to encounter, whether it's fucking financial or whatever relationships, even sometimes it can weigh on your relationships, but it's worth it when it pays off. Mm-hmm. because it's you you've now you're now walking in your fucking dream and it's your it's your dream it's what you've dreamt of you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it's it's something that is it's hard to put into words but i would say you're i don't know how old you are i don't know if you said but you're in a place right now where and i say this because i am also experiencing this and have been for about a year now it's about the fucking grind and it's mm-hmm. about the hustle and it's about balancing everything in your life to the best of your abilities. I get about four hours of sleep every night, but that's Mm -hmm. because I'm working, whether it's at the shop or on set during the day. And then at night I come and I work on shit here because I have to, I have to do all these things Mm -hmm. and I want to. And so like, there's this level of, okay, for the next couple of years, few years, however fucking long, I'm going to be fucking grinding my ass off and working on all these different things. And I'm, you know, it's going to be fucking rough, but I'm going to find my footing and I'm going to find my rhythm. And then you're in that and, but you don't really realize that like you're in it until you're in it. And then you look back and you're like, holy shit, I'm doing that. I'm fucking doing it now. You know what I mean? So it's very much so like a, an instinctual thing that you're going to recognize at at some point. Um, But I would say don't like, also, don't take anything that we're saying as like fact, right? Unless you listen to me. <laughs> Unless it's what Clay said, because that's right. Um, listen to yourself too. Yeah. And, but recognize that like, there's so much you can do without making like a huge fucking life decision right now. Totally. Um, and, but that time will come. And, and like I said, you'll know. Right now, I would say, Keep fucking grinding. Mm-hmm. Work on your videos whenever you can. When you when you're off work, um, over the weekend, whatever, dude, you're gonna lose some sleep. You're gonna be tired. You know, you're gonna go through it. But you're gonna. It's all gonna start to come together and make sense. And yeah. then and you'll be you, in a you, much better situation to like recognize like. And you're also gonna get that much better at doing it and making yep. that content. And you're gonna realize like, okay, I've got this down now. I'm in a better place that if I do decide to leave this job I and I put all my effort into this project, now that I know and I'm confident in doing it, mm-hmm. I know that that extra time and effort that I can put into it is going to fucking pay off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you like that, that whole grind, which like I've been in the grind and, and, and felt good about it. I've been in the grind and felt bad about it and felt overworked. But that's and, part of it. There's you know going to be ups and downs, man. There Hardcore. Are. Be ready for that. Yeah. There's the going to be ups out, and downs. You know? Oh my God. But nothing, those, neither the ups or the downs are permanent. And that's right. life. You got to recognize that and roll with it. And when they're downs, you got to pivot and, and adjust and get yourself back up. And yeah. when, when it's ups, you got to recognize like, okay, I'm not just living easy now. Like once this dies down or, or I'm done with this project, um, you know, there's going to be a period of down. Like when, after we were done with three Kings, I had a down period of just like, 
uncertainty a little bit, but also like excitement at the same time. You know, it's just that's life, dude. It ebbs and flows. And now you know? we now you we got you potentially working on a new music video. Oh yeah, baby. Are you mm -hmm. excited about that? Very. He's so, so talented, by the way. Like, he's a freak. I'm very that's excited. But yeah, man, that's 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 it for me. Like I I hearing you talk about it, um, it seems like you know you're an intelligent guy and and you have a good level of like self awareness and and a grip on fucking reality and shit. That like I think you're gonna do it just from hearing you speak, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, truly. And you were really really great to listen to. I was like in really in it. Just hearing your your message, I was like, oh yeah, I would listen to this guy talk about fucking whatever, man. So yeah, dude, just keep fucking doing it, man. Keep rocking. Follow that fucking fire in your heart, dude. Mm -hmm. Follow 100%. it. Keep yourself covered. Like, it, it, take risks, but like, not ones that'll make you homeless. But like, dude, you, you literally have to. I was literally. Listening you won't to be someone. homeless. You won't be homeless. You'll never be homeless. You won't be homeless. You'll never be homeless. But I hope so. Like, there's no way for us to know for sure. But like, I don't yeah. think you will. Of course, there's no way. But again, but there's no way of knowing for sure. People are too afraid to take risks, and those are the people that don't make it. And you have to take risks, and you have to make sacrifices, and you have not to even work making hard. it. Even making it trying, subjective. You yeah. know, like even trying. I feel like there's so many people that don't even take the risk to try it, and that's sad. Like I'm not saying like, oh, that yeah, person's yeah. sad. I'm saying like it's sad that they didn't get that opportunity to try doing it because like See what it feels like. Yeah, you See know, like, like give it a taste. Give it a taste. See what it tastes like. <laughs> I want a taste of the good life. See what it tastes like. See what it tastes like. <laughs> but yeah, yeah exactly. Man. You know, yeah. that's, that's exactly right. You got to take risks, man. You got to, sometimes people got to fucking take out bank loans. Sometimes people got to fucking like not make very much money. Sometimes in, in, in when they could be making more money. You know, Dude, like nobody, you just got to fucking take risks. Yeah, nobody fucking like, made it or succeeded or like made a lot of money without taking so many fucking risks and yeah. also very important failing a lot failures bro you will fail oh yeah at some point you're gonna fail dude. <laughs> no dude you have to recognize that 100 there are times like failure is the best fucking teacher dude that's yeah. facts and you never that, go I think, back is to like where you were top before five were... top 10 most valuable lessons yeah. to, in life is that Failure is not failure. Failure is one of the best teachers. So yeah. like, if you fail, don't stop. If you fail, try it again and learn what about that caused it to fail and don't do it again. Right. And, and you know what I mean? Like, so don't be like, it's all or nothing. Like I'm going to take this risk, quit my job and then do this. And then you put out a video and it gets like a thousand views and doesn't do anything. And then views. you're, and then you're like, oh. Uh -huh, uh huh. Now what? I have to go back and get my job. It's like, well, keep going, keep going, man. Give it some fucking time. Yeah. YouTube is scary too, man. It's a fickle. Fuck creature. YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's a fucking, fuck YouTube. Fucking That's royal why, like, look. Bitch, if I ever sound jaded about YouTube, it's because fuck YouTube. Yeah. All right. YouTube is the most toxic and fickle and um, advantageous fucking industry that you could ever do. So I wish you the best of luck, but YouTube is, is scary, man. It's dope when you're on top though. It's dope. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> it's dope when you're on top, man. <laughs> and we were on top, baby, one time. And, and it was dope back when, when it was the wild, wild west, when you could like, 
really get more views than you should based on like titles, tags, thumbnails, video and get content. So much money from that. And you made so bro, yeah. The CPMs used to be ridiculous. Like back then it was exciting because it was this grind. It was like, okay, if I fucking make videos every single day, dude, I can make a fucking couple thousand dollars a month. And then you're just like, woo, you got this whole thing. And then you're like, oh, I'm getting better and better. It was this like beautiful, beautiful thing that it used to be. And and you, it would only work if you had talent, you had something to offer. But if you did, man, you could just fucking go, go, go. And it would work and instantly pay you for that. And it was amazing. And you could grow an audience. And like, now it's the fucking dusty old fucking post fucking goddamn war it's dude this shit's post chernobyl now man everyone's just a fucking mongoloid hey, you do? <laughs> it's fucking yeah dumb, it's man. literally like um it's tough but it's not impossible it's not impossible it's, it's not impossible. absolutely not dude, impossible, if, if we wanted to do youtube full-time again even we could we could fucking band sugar pine seven together again get thirty thousand views on every video post two or three of them a week sell it to another company get on salary like you know what i mean it's all possible we put it's on an upload schedule we want to do then burn just, out and then get fired and then <laughs> start all over again <laughs> yeah you know it's like it is not impossible and it's not impossible it's, it's really hard from the start and that is something that i don't wish to ever have to experience again is right, starting well, YouTube we're, again. we're trying to inspire this guy man because it's impossible <laughs> <laughs> no man best of luck and keep us updated yeah. truly truly bro Tweet your videos at me, man, and I'll watch them. Treat, treat. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you got one video to hook, and, hook, line, and sinker me, bro. And if I'm in love with it, that's the only video I'll watch. <laughs> I'll ever watch. <gasps> no, I, I, yeah. Send me a fucking video. I'll watch it, bro. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we'll see you next week. Please go pre-save my song. Yep. Love me when you're gone. Um. A lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and time, and um, soul searching um, went into these songs. So it's first, it's first single off the EP. So go fucking get it. And the music video yeah. comes out, man. A lot of hands, a lot of cooks in the kitchen, guys. But we made a buffet. <laughs> and uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe next week there'll be a new Sugar Bun Seven video. Yeah, doubt it though. All day and when I wake up, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs>